Station 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Snow? Yes? Maybe? No? Who knows? That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Does your, go ahead. I've been on the phone with my daddy. Yeah? For about 20 minutes. Yeah? So that makes me happy. How's he doing? He's good. Yeah? Yeah. Getting ready for the snow there in Windyville? Well, maybe. that's what he's thinking. So. That's, I'll tell you what I told your Aunt Debbie this morning. It's going <laughs> to snow between zero and 14 inches, somewhere in between those two. Hey, does your uh, does your back hurt? Sometimes. It does, sometimes. It may be because you're not getting mad fast enough and letting your anger out. A new study found that holding in anger can lead to lower back pain. The researchers suggest that when someone gets you angry, don't stew. Get it off your chest and your back will thank you. You buy it? Uh, mate, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. So I guess I'm that's a, a green, little bit torn green on light to throw more, more temper tantrums if you but want to. I just, hey, oh, I didn't say that you, that you did, but that if your back's hurting, maybe you should. He is a five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. A little tired, but good. A little tired? Yeah. Does your, does your lower back hurt? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Constantly. So maybe you're angry at someone. And, uh, and see, I'm not somebody in. that usually, I'm usually somebody that bottles up my anger, so maybe that is. Why? I might need to call good old uh, Dr. Isaac Miller and see <laughs> if he uh, if he buys this or not. <laughs> Why are you tired? Can I have a ponderance in, in the opening segment? Is that allowed? I, I, I suppose. What, why, why is it that a smoke alarm battery can never die at <laughs> 3 in the afternoon? It always has to die at 3 in the morning. That's true. It's some. I believe it's some type of it, – it's not only universal truth, but it may be some type of statute. Like when they when they build the firmware for those things, it just has to they, happen. I they, think it was at one thirty a.m. this morning. They're, they're it was chirp chirp chirping. They're connected to the atomic clock, mm-hmm. and there's no way they can go off during daylight hours. And then you mentioned snow, and immediately I saw this comment that popped up. It's almost like she's got a cue, right? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what I'm, I'm sticking. Uh, today I'm telling you between zero and fourteen inches. Tomorrow I'll tell you a more uh, definite total. That I, I love her so much. Yeah. But... <laughs> She loves her snow. She I got her. I said you got one, and that was last week. So <laughs> now, now we're gonna have now we're gonna have issues. Uh, Sam, I'm a little disappointed for you this morning. I've looked over the list of the most famous people of all time, and you did not crack the top ten. Eleventh. Sorry, just outside 11th. looking in. Um, would you want to take a guess at the most famous person of all time? Shakespeare. Now you're gonna have to go back a little further than that. We just celebrated his birthday about three weeks ago. Oh, gosh. (laughs) 
I'm just going to say, you better, the answer, you're holding your hand over there is, is the answer better be Jesus. Oh, okay. That, I see what you're saying. Okay. I raised my hand. Okay, I was going to say, Jesus is number yes. one. And then you'll not be surprised then because in half the world, people who don't believe in Jesus, who uh, who Buddha. pray to Muhammad, Muhammad, so Muhammad would be second, then, and, and so those two make sense. But then for Michael Jackson to be third is somehow funny. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, Muhammad, and Michael Jackson. There should be a country song about that somehow, except Michael Jackson didn't sing country music. Uh, Adolf Hitler, fourth. This is famous, not popular, famous. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, Sir Isaac Newton, Abraham Lincoln, and then Gandhi. So even Lincoln. Shakespeare's not in the top ten. Hey, well, I he's cannot not believe in that list. Michael Jackson. No, nor can I. One, two, three, like, four, out of five, all six, those? seven, eight. I gave wow. you nine, so I guess nine. Shakespeare could be could be ten. I don't know the answer to that. So anyway, it struck me. J- Jesus didn't surprise me. Michael Jackson surprised me at at third in the world, right? Like, of all of all time, <laughs> it's like what? Uh, mild Thursday. We will probably touch fifty degrees today, briefly. And then we'll turn and kind of settle back into the upper 40s for the uh, majority of the afternoon. Could be a sprinkle possible today. Don't be surprised if you see that, but it will be uh, it will be short lived. Sunday is the day that everyone has uh, has their eyes focused on. Technically, maybe Saturday night late. After 10 p.m., it seemed like the event that we're going to get is going to be late Saturday night through late afternoon on Sunday. And the reason that there's so much, this system that's going to be coming through is in the great northwest right now. And it will come, it will, it will come across the upper northwest. It will dip down into Arkansas and then it will actually go south of Kentucky. So if you say, oh, I'm going to go south for the weekend, don't do that. Because you're going to be driving into this storm system that's going to that's going to swoop down into Tennessee, and then it will move back over into eastern Tennessee and then up the eastern seaboard. Do people actually choose to go to Tennessee? Uh, well, they just it's a it's a way to get to Alabama. <laughs> I mean, <there's>, it's <laughs> it's, it's kind of like Indiana. <laughs> you just keep going downhill, and eventually you find your. It's like get I me to just go around. Sometimes <laughs> we do it. We do it somewhat jokingly, but when we do go south. It's our aim to not touch ground in Tennessee. We get to wait till we get to Ardmore, Alabama, at the rocket, and say you like to go to Arkansas we instead, we right? No. Well, no, it's just no. Just, I did that once, and I'm, I can, I'm going to fly over Arkansas at any other point in the future. So, over in South Carolina, um, and maybe West Virginia, I'm seeing forecasted ice. They the they they could have more of the power outages, and I think ours at this point is going to be snow. And I think it's going to be contained to late Saturday night into Sunday afternoon. And we'll know more tomorrow on how much more. Because it could, it could clip us as it goes to the south. Or if it, doesn't, is it, if it doesn't dive deep enough south, it may run right over us. And we may get you know, something substantial. What, like so. 76 inches, right? That's and then that what we're hearing on, on the Internet? That's what I think some people are saying. Well, uh, not the Internet that I'm reading, but maybe the Internet that some people are reading. But no, it's, I, I will tell you. I don't know that I've really even seen a, a guess as far as. It has a name. Um, the storm, the winter storm is in the um, Midwest as it comes through. It's going to have some 30-mile-an-hour winds. I don't know if it'll have 30-mile-an-hour winds by the time it gets to us. But Izzy is the name that they uh, have assigned to this particular event. So, uh, 20% chance of rain today, high 50, mostly cloudy, 32, cloudy for tomorrow and a high of 40. And then check back with me tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to tell you more what's going to happen Saturday night into Sunday, uh, this time tomorrow. As somebody that will be traveling back into the area on Sunday. Are you going to the playoff game on Saturday? I I am. I figured you probably were. I just wanted to ask. I gotta, gotta be there for my disappointment. It happens every so often. Listen, I I don't I can't really talk about the oh, yeah, NFL no. much in this this segment, but I didn't realize how long it had been since they had won a playoff game. Oh yes, 
I didn't realize it's the it longest, long. the longest stretch in professional sports. Well, I mean, for whatever it's worth, I wasn't walking around going, <laughs> "They haven't won a playoff game in forever." I figured no. they had won one. I have plenty of people that are. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. I don't, Thank you. I don't dislike the the Bengals. I mean, they're maybe not my favorite. And I said yesterday, they're not sexy enough to catch the national attention yet, but they I, may. I told you they're getting a little more sexy all the time, aren't they? Oh, yes. Inflation is at a 40-year high, and it's pressuring consumers, the Fed, and the Biden administration. I did see uh, it, the stat interested me yesterday. Quinnipiac says that the Biden administration's approval uh, rating is at 33%, and that's less than a year into his presidency, which spells trouble because you usually start off with the highs of highs and then it gradually dwindles over a period of time into something. Most presidents end up with at least something below 50% or around 50%, but to be at this point, at this uh, juncture of the administration is spelling some trouble going forward over the final three years of this term. But Prices, as we all know, rose sharply in 2021 for cars, gas, food, and furniture. The Labor Department reported uh, Wednesday that a measure of inflation that excludes volatile food and gas prices jumped 5.5% in December, also the highest in decades. But overall inflation rose 0.5% from November, which was down 0.8% from the previous month. So that may be an indication that we will soon be seeing the peak but it doesn't necessarily say that things will recede. And a lot of uh, a lot of the labor force throughout the course of the pandemic saw an opportunity to uh, parlay their situations into higher wages. But those higher wages are negated by it costing more for you to operate, get yourself to work, buy food at the grocery store, pay your utility bill, whatever it might be. And so this is why I have long believed, this is why I've long been very determined that an arbitrary federal uh, minimum wage of something, you know, like $15 an hour or whatever is not really going to improve anyone's position in the long term because if you pay $15 an hour minimum wage, then it just raises the price of everything so that the people who were helping to, whether they were working convenience stores or fast food or groceries or whatever it might be, all it costs you more to live and buy produce and things like that. So you don't really end up, it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. And so just arbitrarily paying people more was going to drive up the cost of goods, which is what we're seeing, and it uh, hasn't been this bad in 40 years. So we'll see what um, what will happen. A lot of blame, blame game going around. But it's the situation is really no more difficult than this. There's just too much money floating around in the market for too few goods over the last 18 months. And when they keep putting stimulus payments out and all this, you know, all this money in the market to churn, it's as simple as this, Sam. If I'm interested in in a car and you're interested in the same car, we turn into a bidding war because there's only one car. And I say, well, I'll pay $100 more than Sam will. And then Sam says, well, I'll pay $200 more than Mark will. And it just keeps adding and adding and adding and go... And then we've overpaid for this thing that really was worth what the original price was, not what you and I bid each other up at. And that's 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 no no harder than that. So it's like a silent auction. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty simple. That's right. It's you hate to boil it down to that micro a level, but that's really what's going on here. Uh, COVID eleven thousand two hundred thirty two new COVID cases in Kentucky yesterday. Yet again, uh, another record, and we are going to go over a million cases. We are less than. 50,000 cases. So at this rate, by this time next week, we'll have gone over a million positivity cases in the uh, history of the pandemic. And positivity rate continues to check up, 27.39. That's a record. And now hospitalizations. This is where we probably we need to pay the most attention is uh, we're about 700 higher Kentuckians hospitalized than we were uh, two weeks ago. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, we are up about 90 people in uh, ICU. No, we're up 110 people in ICU in Kentucky, and we're up 40 people on ventilators. 
So that's the that's the most that's the metric to be most uh, concerning with. You know, we're, you're going to hear us talk about positivity, and it's going to be high in the daily cases. And if you still, if you're in the camp that you still believe some of what Fauci and the CDC are saying, you know, yesterday he was basically signaling everyone's going to come into contact with this variant at some point, and the quicker that the quicker that everyone does, it's almost as if. You know, that's what will turn the corner. That's what will that's what will get us over the Omicron hump. But what I fear is the people who the seven hundred Kentuckians that are hospitalized, seven hundred more Kentuckians that were hospitalized than were two weeks ago, I fear the majority of them don't have any vaccination um protection or they don't have antibodies or they don't they're not immunized either naturally or through vaccination to the level that they can fight off what Omicron will do. Where for those people who are walking around who have been vaccinated and you know and many people have been boosted, your immune system can fight off what seemingly Omicron is doing. At least that's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm observing. And to be honest with you, uh, which I, I try and do all the time, is that that's what I'm banking on. Me too. You know, that's what that's what I'm I'm relying upon uh, that to be the case. Locally, 100 new cases. In less than 48 hours. So we're seeing on the local level just, a, you know, we're seeing a, Same a, thing pretty a much. downstream example of what we're seeing at the state level. And so whether it's testing that you need or whatever, just, um, just take care of yourself. Be, be safe. You know, I, and I heard I heard uh, Matt Jones said it one day last week, and then I, I thought it was a, he, he summarized kind of the way that I feel. He was able to, to articulate it in a way that I hadn't yet been able to. We've been at this in our job. We've been at this for a long time and trying to educate people. And we're at the point now where I really, I, I firmly believe and understand that I'm not going to be able to change your mind. And he used the example of abortion. Yeah, he used that. He was something he refused to talk to people about because he knew you felt the way you feel. And I, nothing that I'm going to be able to say is going to change your ideology on that. And, and we're really kind of at the same place with, with this. All I can do right now is just give you what we know to be fact, you know, totals, positivity, et cetera. And then you'll have to make your own decisions like you've been doing all the way along. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not chastising. I'm not, you just, I'm giving you the information. You do what you want to with it. And we're still going to be friends on the other side of it. I hope, I hope both of us are still here to be friends. It's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Tornado relief legislation sailed through the Kentucky legislature yesterday, offering an immediate round of aid for schools and residents left homeless by the deadly storms last month. More rounds of assistance will be forthcoming. Lawmakers said in responding to the December storms that devastated communities in western Kentucky and elsewhere in the state, the bill will pump an initial $45 million into communities with $15 million for temporary housing and $30 million for schools. More rounds of aid will be allocated later for other recovery needs. Yeah, they're going to have to do this in chunks because it's it's impossible to know exactly what the needs are going to be and when the needs are going to be. It's the you can, you can in ways anticipate the what and much harder to anticipate the when because there's so many variables on being able to being it's able to recover. Out. Say that again. Spread out, yep, too. Absolutely. Yeah, all the different communities. Lawmakers signaled yesterday that their patience is wearing thin with an aluminum company's long-stalled promise to build a massive plant backed by a state investment, a bill that would set in motion efforts to recover the state's $15 million investment in the project, won initial approval from the Senate Appropriations and Revenue Committee. Committee members said they still hope the plant gets built, but the legislation puts more pressure on Unity Aluminum, formerly known as Brady Industries, to follow through on its five-year-old promise to build the aluminum rolling mill near Ashland in northeastern Kentucky. Chris McDaniel, who is a, a legislator from that area, said, we don't want $15 million. We want an aluminum plant. But if you're not going to deliver one, we want our $15 million back. And I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you that in the out in the free enterprise world, if you make a bad investment, you're... you're SOL. Yeah, there's not anybody that's going to come along and go, I'm going to make you whole on this. If you calculated wrong or, you know, your pro forma didn't come out looking like or your business plan didn't develop like it was presented to you, then all of a sudden you're just like, well, sorry, there's winners and there's losers. Um, so the 
Like that portion of me says, well, we, we just need to take our lumps. But if they, if it's taxpayer dollars and I'm just one person, you know, there was a little bit of my money in there and there's a little bit of your money and there was a little bit of your money. And if the majority of us say we want it back and we can get it back, well, I guess we, I guess we should go after it. But in the end, I still think it's an arm twisting to get them to follow through on what they promised. Because in the long run, that plant is way more valuable to the region than $15 million. The Kentucky Derby Festival is going to return to in-person events in 2022. And for the first time, they're going to have the Pegasus Parade on a Sunday. Hmm. All right. I marched in the Pegasus Parade when I was in high school. You did? Mm -hmm. I think we never go. We... I think I was a freshman. It was hot, hot, hot. Too. I think My I goodness. was in the Brereton Jones inaugural parade. Maybe. Okay. I don't think. I don't think I ever did the Pegasus parade. Uh, I saw this last night. I had to follow up this morning. I was watching a national newscast, and I wasn't paying much attention. But I heard them say that the U.S. Army had increased their bonuses for recruits. And I thought they said fifty thousand dollars, and then I said no. Nora O'Donnell, I, did, I heard that wrong. She said $15,000. Nope, she said $50,000. The U.S. Army, for the first time, is offering a maximum enlistment bonus of $50,000 to highly skilled recruits who join for six years. Wow. If for certain skill sets, you know, if you're if you're techie, if you're coding, if you've got, they're just saying we need you in the <clears throat> army instead of going out to I mean, wherever it is that you're going to go. Um, that seems like a lot of money, but it's a good investment in someone who on the on the open market, you know, probably going to negotiate a salary, you know, three or four times that, uh, depending upon what they do education wise. But because so many schools have been shut down. Recruiters have been limited in their ability to have face-to-face contact with young people and encourage them to join the armed forces, and so they're up to fifty thousand dollars. I mean, that's uh, I think that's money that would get a young person's attention. Would, yeah, would be my guess. That's a lot of money. It won't buy it you is. a college education at, say, the University of Kentucky, but it'll get close. It would go a long way. And then I would presume you get this money, and then also later on down the road, you might qualify for the GI Bill or something if you want to go to school after your six-year uh, enlistment. And then I, I tell you, I, every day Oscar Schwebe at Kentucky um, is getting more and more popular. And he's such a good young man. I follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's he's not he's not afraid about his spirituality, and um, I just I think he's a good role model. He admits to being a role model, and uh, he just gets better and better every day. He's twenty two year old, twenty two years of age. He's from the Congo. He began his college career at West Virginia. And then he transferred to Kentucky where he's just blossoming. And um, I think by the end of the year, he'll be, he should be a contender for National Player of the Year just because of the dominance that he has. But one of the reasons that I want to mention is that after the Kentucky's home games, he has been staying as long as the line lasts to take pictures and sign autographs for every kid who wants to stay behind at Rupp Arena. And they don't all do that. And, the, and one of the reasons that I'm also pointing this out is because because Oscar is from the Congo and he's in the United States on a the equivalent of a student visa. He's either here on a student visa or the equivalent of a student visa. He does not qualify for NIL money. So mm-hmm. while these other students, you know, are they got deals with auto dealerships or fast food restaurants, and I'm not begrudging them that, he doesn't. And yet he is still he can still do cameo. Though. He, he can do he can do some of that stuff. But my point is that he's doing it for the right reasons. He sees his opportunity, and I just wish you know nothing but great stuff and success in the future for Oscar Schwebe. That's uh, what you would want. If he was my son, he'd be doing exactly the you know what I would hope he would do. We're gonna get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on in the know. is Rubber Ducky Day. Uh, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, I have a Rubber Ducky 
uh, Christmas ornament. That. Uh, yep. Yep. It is. We have a couple uh, that we put on our tree here. Quacky. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> quacky. Uh, it is uh, Stephen Foster Memorial Day. Way down upon the Swanee River. Or I could just sing my old Kentucky. I was going to say, yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, it is Sticker Day. Oh. Historians credit European merchants in the 1880s as the first to stick labels to their products in order to promote them to passersby. Thanks to them, they're the reason you have to gouge your produce to get the stickers off of the... Well, it's not just that. I mean, when I walk through the house, <laughs> I have stickers on the she bottom, like on my socks. Loves, I'm like, loves stickers. Uh, she'll put stickers on me, and then I'll forget that they're there, and then I'll walk by the mirror and go, oh, I have a sticker. They kick me on the back, right? Probably. Uh, and then it's also Peach Melba. Day today, made up of peaches poached in vanilla syrup, then served with vanilla ice cream and raspberry sauce. It was created by a French chef and named after Australian opera singer Nellie Melba. Hmm. I would try it. I'll try it. I, but I also, if you're going to give me peach Melba, I'm going to need Melba toast as well. So that's all I can think of is Melba toast. When you say Melba, that's right. I'm going to need. Gonna need Melba toast. Um, there is a new uh, Sam. I think you probably heard about this already. Um, but we have the meats. You know that we had the meats place. Mm-hmm. Arby's has a new sandwich called the Diablo. The the Diablo, and they have a new thing called the Diablo Dare. Mm-hmm. And it's supposedly. I mean, everybody, every fast food restaurant has a spicy something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my, at the Lord's Chicken, that's my go-to is the spicy chicken sandwich. Well, there's one fast food restaurant in town that has a real good one with some, some jalapenos on there. And yeah. Real good. So I'm like extra extra pickles. And I, I like the spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. But it's not, I mean, it's, it's spicier than their regular chicken sandwich. But you're not sweating. But it's not anything where I have to call the fire department. But supposedly, <clears throat> through February 6th, Arby's is selling what it calls the spiciest chicken sandwich, the spiciest sandwich on the market, because it's not just chicken. Um, the Diablo Dare costs five ninety nine, but gives you something to put out the fire. They're giving you a vanilla milkshake. For free. Along, well... Supposedly for free, bundled into the price of the sandwich <laughs> so that you set yourself on fire and then you can put yourself out. The sandwich has five sources of spice, including a layer of ghost pepper jack cheese, fiery hot seasoning, fire roasted jalapenos, a special barbecue sauce, and it's all placed in a, a red chipotle bun. If you this could choose w- chicken, uh, crispy chicken, or smoked brisket. If this wasn't like going to cause me pain, it sounds good. It oh, just I, like I would so do it. I don't like it where I'm in pain after I eat the spicy food, though. You know, there's like a level, I and, and I think medicine. this this crosses. Well, there's I don't there's there's pain that heartburn medicine. I mean, heartburn <laughs> medicine isn't going to help it in the mouth or anything like that. I I, I um. Yeah, I got problems. I, I, got, I got areas other than the heart that I'm worried about. <laughs> a little bit later on, too. <laughs> I, I got to need. I, I don't want to. Some Charmin. There's nothing about me. I'm not a masochist. <laughs> I am not. I, 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 I don't want to put myself in duress. Nothing can taste that good that it's worth that much duress. Now, if you're like a like the hotter the better type of person, mm-hmm. I can understand you wanting to do this, but it's just not me. I I'm all for you know, give me hot or give me you know, ooh that kicks a little bit and I that's Cajun and like I'm fine, but just turning it up as hot as you can do it, I have I have just like no that this does not sound appealing to me at all. Well, I I would like to try it, but it probably would not be a good idea. If we're traveling, no, and but but I but I will say even Arby's is admitting, you know, it, it's been revealed. You don't put out fire with beer or water. 
you put it out with milk. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you eat something hot, if you want to cool yourself down, yeah, it I mean, is... I might... I don't. I think it's one of these things that if if you walked in here tomorrow morning and said, "Hey, I drove there and I got the sandwich for you to try," I would try it. But if I went there and was ordering, I would not order it. Yeah, I. Just, but I, I would prefer if you do this, get get me the brisket compared to me right. too. The, and, the and, and if I were doing it, I would insist you do it on the show. To be clear, <laughs> well, you. Now, we did have, but when you were not on one time, and it was Dennis C. Cook and one Norman Chaffins, they agreed to do the one chip challenge. Oh, yeah. With that and to raise money for uh, Behind the Batch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what has ever happened to that. Ooh, but I think, so they I got think, lazy. Uh, one, Sheriff Chaffins was on board 100%, but one, Yukon mm-hmm. Cornelius, was chickening out hardcore. You mean Captain Picky? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like cream cheese. Casseroles? Casseroles are nasty. What? (laughs) Come on. Uh, Campbell's is turning two of its most beloved soups into scented candles. Oh, no. Really? Yep. Uh, Launching today, the soup giant has teamed up with the um, uh, candle company (laughs) to create two signature Campbell scents, chicken noodle soup, and tomato soup and grilled cheese. The, the sheriff has weighed in, and his direct quote is, quote, Dennis is a wuss. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> I, that's again, that's the sheriff saying that. That's yeah, uh, Direct quote. That, that's not me. It, the, former, uh, the first says, notes of savory chicken, cloves, and buttery crackers. The latter is billed as featuring roasted tomato, peppercorn, and gooey grilled cheese. I love those things, but I don't you, want you them could have a worse scent house, though, like smelling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It could, be, it could be worse. I mean, there are maple uh, syrup. Oh, see, no, no. I I, I kind of like the sweeter Ugh. scents. I don't like like coconut that scent or anything. So this morning, beachy. This morning, whenever I got this cup, you don't like beachy. When I got the, yeah, that when scent, I got this yeah. cup and I raised it up, I could tell someone had touched it that had maple syrup on their hands because I was like, ooh, where'd that maple syrup come from? I wasn't mad about it. I just don't. It could. You know. I mean, there could be worse smells. There, mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there are. Yeah. There are definitely worse smells. But well, uh, I guess worse smells that you would that some would classify as a good smell. Okay. Lay's is making a return to Super Bowl commercials after a 17-year hiatus. Didn't realize it had been 17 years. I'm not sure I realized they were gone. And they're playing the long game here. Lay's grew potatoes with dirt from 29 NFL stadiums and turned those potatoes into chips. And it's somehow the messaging for their Super Bowl commercial. Lay's Golden Grounds, ground, go, ground, grown in glory. Well, I read this, and I saw that there are three teams that, obviously, since 29, there are three. And one of them is the Bengals. And I was like, well, of course, be they play on turf. How are you supposed to grow with dirt from turf? That's what I wondered. How and I mean, most of the teams in the NFL have turf yeah. now, don't they? Yeah. Well, but then it was interesting because the Browns are on that list as well. I believe as the three teams that didn't, but the Browns play on grass field. I guess maybe the ones no one that are grown on turf will taste all rubbery. They'll be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I guess I'll be anxious to find. I, I will tell you, the packaging looks pretty good. Yeah. What we were just watching, I thought that yeah, looks that looks pretty good. Uh. <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought. In the movie, Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, <clears throat> just go with it. All right. First movie that Christy and I ever went to see. Yes. And so it's a big hit. Love it. Adam Sandler is a plastic surgeon. And early on in the, <laughs> early on in the movie, <laughs> He's fixing the eyebrow, right? The, somebody comes in with a, I, I can't remember, Rachel Dratch comes in with a jacked up eyebrow and like he keeps trying to pull it down and get it set. And so hilarity ensues. I would imagine plastic surgeons see whole lot, a whole lot of cases that other surgeons have botched that come in to get fixed. And a woman was rushed to a hospital after suffering a bad allergic reaction to getting her lip filler dissolved. Ruby shared a traumatic experience on TikTok where the video has been seen almost a half million times in one day. 
According to her, the reaction was so bad, it left her with a massive upper lip and an extremely swollen face. She shared this picture of herself. All right. She, she's Famous the one that, put it, it. The one that I, put it out there. I, well, I like the headline, too. That she looks exactly like Homer Simpson. <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> like, it's just, like, that look is... Get, get her some donuts and a duff, and she's <laughs> good to go. Terrible. I mean, bless it. No. You look like oh, bless her heart. Uh, that's that's something. Wow, that's that's really bad. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Pants are responsible for twice as many accidents as chainsaws. So, because people use pants a lot more than they use chainsaws. Well, that might be true, but still, pants are more dangerous. They cause more accidents than chainsaws. So, when you see me hauling a chainsaw around, you shouldn't get nervous. But when you see me wearing pants, you should really be nervous. You'd be scared. <laughs> might get a little nervous if you walk around with a chainsaw. Listen, I wish Misty was here in, for this one. In Contos, We Don't Talk About Bruno is the first Disney song to top streaming songs charts. It uh, dated uh, January 15th. They've only been tracking this since 2013. And so uh, you you watched Encanto with uh, with the, the, the baby. The, the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it good? I heard you express and uh, said that it was good. Yeah, it is good. Um, I know nothing so I, about this. I've seen it three times now, okay. but not in continuity. All so right. it's been kind of hit or miss for me. Yep. So what is even it about? I don't even have any idea. Well, apparently they don't talk about Bruno. Okay. Um, like, don't whatever you do, don't. So that's all I need to know and is the, that they don't talk about Bruno. Oh, I've gleaned that much. I gained that much context. Um. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, something about uh, apparently there's a wedding day. Okay. And there are sisters that okay. are very different. And okay, yeah. Dennis was talking earlier in the week how strongly you can hear Lin Manuel Miranda's influence in the music, and just right there, that's that's borne out right there. Uh, Pete Davidson is being eyed as the 2022 Oscars host. We told you earlier in the week. The Academy is bringing back a host for the first time in a few years. Um, I feel like he's almost not uh, put together is not the right word, but he's. Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's, how too stable. Pete, he's too Pete Davidson to host the Oscar. I feel like the Oscars needs to be like a. Yeah, it seemed like an odd choice uh-huh. uh, for me when when you get the Kimmel's. And the, yeah. You, the, so let, let's just follow the, the guy cr- who you can imagine putting on a suit and getting out there and doing it. Well, let's yeah. follow the chronology. Let's go uh, Bob Hope, uh-huh. uh, David Letterman. Uh-huh. Um, then you get. Um, what about like, has Colbert ever done it? I don't, I don't know if Colbert has done it or not, but um, then Ellen, you know, Ellen, Ellen did a good job. Um, I, I th- Kevin Hart was going did to do Ricky it. Did Ricky Gervais host it? No, Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, okay. that's there's something else that they turned him loose in. I so so this is one I have I have often wondered at what point in time in my life will I be so old that I have no interest in Saturday Night Live? Like Saturday Night Live is about fifty. I'm fifty. Most of my adolescence, like I grew up as even a, a teenager. Just loving Saturday Night Live coming on. It was you know something you waited all week for, and it was an icon. It's, it's influenced me most of most of my life. But when I see Pete Davidson, there's nothing like it. De- demographically, there's nothing about Do you Pete like Davidson. Him on SNL? Not really. I mean he he's got he's basically got one character that he can play, and it's that Chad character. He's like okay, you know, and so. I, I overlook him in his doses and go, okay, well, that's Pete Davidson. That's for the younger viewers. I'll get, I'll get beyond it. But to host uh, the Oscars, I, I don't, I don't understand. He's big into like dark humor too, which yeah, I don't know works for the Oscars. I mean, maybe, maybe there's something, maybe there's something I'm missing. I'm just saying it doesn't really appeal to to me. But um, 
Uh, Chris Rock yeah. hosted. Um, He's fun. I think The Rock would do a good job. Oh, yeah. I'd like that. I just, I don't, I don't know. Roddy Rich, speaking of Saturday Night Live, Roddy Rich pulls out of SNL due to COVID exposure. Uh, if I hadn't read this story, I wouldn't have ever missed him. I didn't know he was going to be on it. And I don't know who Ariana DeBose is. So first uh, episode back of Saturday Night Live for the new year. Kylie Jenner is the first woman in the world to reach 300 million Instagram followers. Is that a lot? Is that more than you, Sam? I don't really Instagram, no. so. But so, yes, it is yes. more than you. So, um, okay. It's got a little bit more than the K105 Instagram. A few more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. We got, uh, we got a decent amount, like 2,600. Okay. We're catching up. We're coming. 2,600? Mm-hmm. All right. So well, what, considering that? we don't do any, I guess that's pretty good. <laughs> well, I we don't, don't do any what? We don't do much Instagram, do we? We do a little bit. A little bit. I said we don't do much. It's, what's your definition of much? Well, much is uh, the very definition of the word much is uh, like a is large it, amount. That's well, like a, a large amount much. over a, a long period of time is is a big much. I mean, if you spread it out. <laughs> Adele has dropped an edgy video for her OMG song. I've not seen it, so I can't really report on it, but it came out this week. And she was reunited with the same director who did the Rolling in the Deep video. Can't remember his name. Um, but anyway, it said at one point her dancers jump over flaming chairs and show their moves on mattresses while she holds an apple. I guess that's what they define as art. I, d- I don't know. It's, I don't really like that song. I don't like the title. I wish she hadn't uh, She hadn't titled it that. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, ladies, I bring up to you uh, Jason Momoa is back on the market. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are splitting the canned goods after nearly five years. So Aquaman back on the market, in case you're interested. I know that there are so many that are into him, but yep. I don't get it. Not you. He, no. he, he may be on the market, but you're not. So just stay away from Aquaman, <laughs> all right? And uh, as you're probably hearing by now, uh, Ronnie Spector has uh, gone on in at age 78. <laughs> Iconic song from the Ronettes. Was in the Ronettes. Uh, they were formed in 1957. She formed that group with uh, Estelle and her cousin, her sister Estelle, and her cousin Nidra. Ronnie Spector has gone on in at age 78. So there you go. Rest in peace. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Would you rather have a chef or a maid? A maid. A maid who can cook. <laughs> no, got to choose one or the other. <laughs> no, yeah. I knew what he would it, say. I was going to try that too. It can't be a hybrid. No, obviously a maid. a maid. There's no drive-through toilet cleaning, right? <laughs> I mean, no, I just don't mind cleaning the toilet. <laughs> well, That's there's not... no drive-through laundry. There's no drive-through name name mm-hmm. the household chore that you don't mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. There's no drive-through for it. Mm-hmm. But there's you know, Diablos and. Lord's chicken. Now, will the maid drive through? <laughs> no, you got to get your own food. Will the maid, but. But will, maybe. Will the maid put away your groceries? Oh. Like well, that's... yeah. If, if you're my maid, you will. <laughs> <laughs> if saying. you have one. All right. So there you go. Yeah, I, I, I th- absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, thought it, I thought the answer was obvious, but I also thought it was worth asking. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I thought. I mean, Sam, somebody that can really, really cook though would be Sam. Might okay. have a might have a hot take. I I am if I didn't enjoy cooking, and and that was also my only op- you know my only option, then I might deliberate a little bit longer. But I don't. I can take care of the food part. My thing is, is like it would be nice sometimes, you know, because I, you know, the hours that I'll work is coming home from a game at ten thirty at night to right. have a full cooked meal at home. That'd be nice. You're made. You're, I have so you're, many. Your chef's going to be working late, <laughs> or it's going to be cold. It goes on the dinner table at yeah, five so or six. It'll be cold by the time you get say, home. But... Uh, on A and E tonight, the series premiere of something called Taking the Stand. 
some type of courtroom show. On HGTV, it's the series premiere of something called Married to Real Estate. First-time buyers who are obsessed with getting a mid-century home in the perfect Atlanta suburb are running out of options in time. Egypt and Mike, that's a funny name, Egypt and Mike find a dated property to renovate into the vintage dream home they have their hearts set on. Well, all right. By the way, I don't think he'll mind me mentioning. Um, Yukon Cornelius is... I don't know if it's public knowledge, but he's continuing his education. I think he's posted yeah. about it on his on his Facebook page. Furthering his, he's a student at Liberty, the college, not the insurance place, uh, right? Thank you, because my mind, yeah. <laughs> does he know? Does he know the emu? That's the school mascot. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a look at his syllabus for one of his classes for this semester. And he's required to watch a Hallmark movie. Really? Yes. He shared that with me on Tuesday. Really? Yes. Yes. Is he going to be able to do that? I I mean, that's... Sarah Sarah got to the professor is what what happened. (laughs) Today's highlight in history, this date in 2021, so a year ago today, President Trump was impeached uh, for the second time. In 1733, James Oglethorpe and some 120 English colonists arrived at Charleston, South Carolina, en route to present-day Georgia, this date in 1733. We got our star this date in 1794. We being the Commonwealth of Kentucky, President Washington approved a measure adding two stars and two stripes to the American flag following the admission of Vermont and Kentucky to the union. Hmm. So were we, we were, we were after Vermont or were we the 15th state? 16th, I think, isn't it? Well, it was, we had 13 colonies and they added two stars and two stripes I to be we were the 16th 14th state. and the 15th. Cause it was like June 1st, 19 or uh, it is June 1st, 1792 was when Kentucky was officially admitted. All right. So president Washington was busy. So he didn't get around to redoing the flag. Bill Gates steps aside as chairman this date in 2000. They were the 15th. You're right. June 1st, 1792 is when they were admitted to the union. There's some speculation that there's a Hallmark movie out called One Chip Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I still think I I said that K105 Digital Productions would would probably stream it. Oh, we'll, we'll stream it. No milk. <laughs> yeah, this is a milk-free zone. Birthdays today. Nick Clooney, Georgia's papa, is 88 today. Julia Kentucky Louis. Zone. Excuse me? Kentucky zone. That's right. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is 61 today. Trace Atkins is 60. Patrick Dempsey is 56. Shonda Rhimes is 52. Oh, wow. Orlando Bloom is 45. Liam Hemsworth, 32 today. Thor. Gone. Uh huh. Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I get those Hemsworth boys mixed up. Gone but not forgotten. Horatio Alger Jr. in 1832. Charles Nelson Riley in 1931. Oh, those game shows he was on. He was the Center Square on Hollywood Squares. And ha 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 ha. Charles Nelson Riley is so good. Let's go to chart toppers. 19. 61, the Shirelles. Might as well just play the whole Dirty Dirty Dancing soundtrack today. I wouldn't mind. It's a good one. It really is. All right, let's go to 1970. Led Zeppelin number one. Whole lot of love. It's one of their few number ones, if not their only. I mean, I know they're crazy because they have so many of their songs are are infamous, but not many of them were were, were like radio hits. They had a lot of really good uh, songs for disc jockeys too, because a lot of them are long. What's your what's your what's your favorite Zeppelin song? Cashmere. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you one that snuck into my it snuck into my top five. 
uh, that I didn't know until the last few years is when the levee breaks. Like when the levee breaks is better than I realized when mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, whole lot of love's a good one. Yeah, whole lot of love's good. Can't beat Stairway to Heaven either. You're not allowed to play it in Waynesboro. But... <laughs> Chic Le Freak, number one in '79. Let's go to 1988. I've decided Whitney Houston was my girlfriend in the 80s, and she didn't know it. (laughs) It's just really sad she had to get Bobby Browned. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because she's cheap. Has it been 10 years? Um, yeah, it will be. Uh, I, I, in fact, it, it, uh, it's next month. Yes. It'll be 10 years I was next month. Say, I yeah. felt like it was coming. Right. It was the year we got married, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be 10 years. Yeah, next month. Mm-hmm. Yep, February 11th, 2012. That's right. Uh, Tony Braxton, number one. 1997. Beyonce, check on it, was number one in 06. And six years ago today, Bruno, number one. But Mark Ronson, technically. This is actually a Mark Ronson song mm-hmm. uh, that Bruno Mars was singing on. One of my favorites of his. It all kind of depends on who cashes the check in that regard. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The world needs dreamers. And the world needs doers. But above all, the world needs dreamers that do. Mm -hmm. Right? We need dreamers. We need doers. But we need dreamers that do. Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.